If you are under construction and committed to living life like it matters, you have found a home. Check us out on Facebook where we post new shows every day. Facebook.com slash LIM Radio. For information on my transformational leadership training where I teach you how to live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net. And if you have a spiritual appetite, check out my daily devotional with some wisdom from above at wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. The time is now to live life like it matters. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are announcing the relaunching of Like It Matters Radio. You know, Like It Matters Radio has been on the radio for five years now. Uh, We started in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're still heard there an hour a day, Monday through Friday. But now, we are launching out. We're launching on the satellite. So now, we're getting on our path towards syndication, and we're going to be countrywide, worldwide. And so, what I'd like to do today is explain to you why Like It Matters Radio. And the why is because it's radio like it matters. You know, we live in a complicated world. Uh, Things no longer make sense. People seem to have lost their ability to think for themselves. We've become drones. We've become uh, manipulated creatures, sheeple, if you will. And there's three tenets of this radio show. Inspiration, education, and application. Inspiration is about giving you hope. You know, the number one commodity of a leader is hope. I have 30 years of experience in leadership training. That is my forte. I bring leadership. I train leaders. If you go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, you can read about my fruit. You can read about what I've been doing for 30 years and the tens of thousands of lives I have helped them change because I teach people how they work. And what I do is I bring all the disciplines. Like I said, I'm a leadership trainer uh, by virtue. That's what I do. But I also study the mind. And so on my radio show, in any work you do with me, I'm going to bring all the disciplines. Uh, Dr. Eric Burns' work with transactional analysis, which is the study of communication. There's a stimulus and there's a response. And the stimulus does not dictate the response. But what happens is our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so as the good book says, a dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. And so I basically help you understand how you communicate. Remember, we have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. We only use three to 5% of our brain consciously. Everything else is unconscious. And so there's a lot of things running the show that are making us decide what we do, that are making us feel the way we feel, that are going on at the unconscious level. And unless you're aware, then you can't interrupt the process unless you're aware, and then you can't change to get a different outcome. And so transactional analysis shows us that our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when someone says something or does something, we don't respond to that. What happens is because the dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to a mire, we're the same way. We're a dog and a pig because we go to what we know. There's a proverb that says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. 
And so what happens after someone says something or does something, we go to our three channels. We have a visual channel where we see things. We have an auditory channel where we hear things. And we have a kinesthetic channel where we feel and or experience things. And then based on that, and all of it's based on our past, our BS, our belief systems, then we respond. So we're really not responding to what that person says or does. What we're truly responding to is our narrative about what they said and did or why they said and did what they did. So that's the study of transactional analysis. And we have the, the three different uh, you know, states of mind, if you will, the parent, the child, and the adult. Now, my background is in neuro-linguistic programming. A lot of work with Drs. Milton Erickson and Virginia Satir. Uh, and really, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, is the owner's manual to the human experience. It's all about quantification. How do you know? How do you make yourself angry? How do you shut yourself down? How do you turn yourself on? How do you turn yourself off? And again, notice I'm talking about how do you do it, not what do other people do. We become a country of victims. We get our DNA tested to see what percentage of a victim we are. We went from the land of the free and the home of the brave to the land of the victim and the home of the free lunch. And we're better than this, ladies and gentlemen. We're better than this. And so NLP is all about the structure of subjective experience. It's all about how we do what we do. It's about quantification. And if you don't know what you're doing that's getting you the results you're getting, then how do you change what you're doing to change what you're getting? That is the basis for neuro-linguistic programming. That is where I can do content-free therapy. And then I also work with Dr. Howard Gardner's work that he's done with multiple intelligences. You know, at Harvard University, he's been a tenured professor for 30 years. And years ago, uh, in the book called, I'm pretty sure it's called Multiple Intelligences, Dr. Gardner identified at that time, I think it was seven or eight uh, intelligences. Now we've identified 10 intelligences, 10 different ways that every single human being is smart. Logotherapy, Dr. Viktor Frankl's work. One of the highly recommended books is Man's Search for Meaning. And it's all about Dr. Viktor Frankl's work, about man's will to meaning. Dr. Frankl occupied, um, how do I put this nicely, Auschwitz while the Germans ran it. Yeah, he saw a pregnant wife killed, mom and dad killed. And in Auschwitz, in this terrible uh, environment, he came up with the concept of logotherapy. And it's all about man's will to meaning. That's why a little kid, a little four-year-old kid, a little five-year-old kid, a little six-year-old kid always asks the question, why? Why, daddy? Why, mommy? Why did he say that? Why did she do that? Why are people treating me this way? You know, Dr. Adler, who's a famous uh, psychologist, says that by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. You got to get that. And the problem is, when a lot of us were six years old, we were dealing with traumas and dramas that are not in existence today. And yet we constructed a belief system to make sense of our world, to, to survive, to get through what we were going through. And yet we're still operating under the same structural belief system, even though we're 20, 30, 40, 50 years older. And this is so important, because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And this goes to one of my favorite quotes, and it's by Dr. Viktor Frankl. 
He says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And so that's what inspiration's about. I want to give you hope. That's what the number one commodity of a leader is, hope. Because hope is forward-looking. Hope is all about no matter what's going on today, tomorrow can be better. And that's the number one commodity of a leader because if we're not peddling hope, then you're just part of the problem. Because a lot of us get stuck in the past. A lot of us get stuck in survival. And we live in a country right now that's just surviving the coronavirus, surviving a terrible presidency of Biden, surviving uh, a bunch of lies, surviving state-run media, surviving an America that no longer has free and fair elections, an America that no longer has freedom of press, a, a free and fair press, that America that no longer has a freedom of speech, America that no longer has one system of justice, although some could argue it never has but never has it been acceptable before like it is today. And so that's the purpose of what I do. I want to give you back your power. And when you have your back your power, you have hope. That's why it's inspiration. And then education is an outcome for this class. Notice I called it a class. Because this is why it's called Radio Like It Matters. Because your time has value. It's the rarest of commodities. And so I want to make sure that I'm feeding your noodle, feeding your noggin. We have one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate. And no, it's not that one, man. (laughs) It is our brain. Our brain has unlimited plasticity. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about radio like it matters. We're excited about being on the satellite. We're excited about our path towards syndication. And we'll be back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And I want to welcome to you, welcome you to the relaunch of Like It Matters Radio. We've been on the radio for five years. Uh, we are just now expanding. We're in the uh, pathway, if you will, to become syndicated. And so now, for the first time, we're on the satellite. Uh, we're being heard around the country by many new listeners. And so today what I'm talking about is why Like It Matters Radio. And to me, the why is because it's radio like it matters. And with this confusing world that we live in, what I do is I bring a lot of leadership to the uh, table. You know, I've been doing leadership training for 30 years, but I also work on the mind. 
I'm a life counselor. I'm a pastor. I'm a, a, what I call a life caddy. I'm a leadership trainer. Uh, I do a lot of different things. I'm a radio show host. And so I bring the sciences, and I've talked about the disciplines of transactional analysis, of neuro-linguistic programming, of multiple intelligences, of logotherapy. And that's where I stopped off at the last segment on talking about logotherapy, Dr. Viktor Frankl's work. And Dr. Viktor Frankl wrote a great book called Man's Search for Meaning. And in there, uh, he talks about his time in Auschwitz. And he said when the gates of Auschwitz would open up, he said he could tell who was going to make it. And by make it, he didn't mean live because that was out of the realm of their control. What he meant was this. He said that the Nazis could take our food. They could take our clothing. They could take our family. They could take our life. But they could not take our will. That had to be freely given. And so I bring a lot of Dr. Frankel's work of logotherapy because man has a will to meaning. We are basically a contingency of a whole bunch of belief systems. Belief systems are if A, then B. And everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And yet a lot of our beliefs are, are, are errant. They're faulty. They were put in place under different circumstances, under different rules of authority and who was in charge. And so at some point, we got to revisit our belief systems because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And what logotherapy does is it makes you realize that we have a will to meaning, that we need to find purpose in everything we do. Purposive striving is the ultimate to live your life like it matters. I also work with Dr. Edwards Deming's work of constant and never-ending improvement, what we call canine. Matter of fact, my leadership training that I've been doing for almost three decades is based on the Japanese training of Kenrishi Yosei Gako. If you understand what happened after we defeated uh, Japan in World War II, we dropped two nuclear bombs, that we went to Japan and rebuilt their country. And Dr. Edward Demings, at that time, an American, went to Japan to teach them about quality, to teach them about constant and never-ending improvement. And during the late 70s, early 80s, it was a requirement that if you were up for promotion uh, and you were upper management, then you had to go to these two-week-long hell camps. And this is where my training that I do at likeitmatters.net is derived from. This was the world's best training in the world. 60 Minutes would do exposés on it, 2020. And then they brought it to America, I think it was late 70s, early 80s. Only did two classes because it was uh, two Japanese. Didn't really culturally transfer, if you will. And so the people I learned this from went to that Japanese train, took notes, and basically modeled, duplicated it. And I learned it from them. And then over the last 30 years, I've been altering it and evolving it. But it's based on the concept of constant and never-ending improvement. In the corporate world, we call it Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, Lean Manufacturing. In the training world, we call it Leadership Awakening. And again, you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. And I've been doing it for 30 years. I do one class a month because of COVID, only in Dallas-Fort Worth, because we still live in a free state called Texas. And so, uh, man, if you want to change your life, 48 hours uh, with Mr. Black in Leadership Awakening, uh, will one be the most incredible things you've ever done in your life. Which brings us to the work of Dr. Dan Goldman and many others. The field of emotional intelligence, EQ, emotional quotient. That is so important because today we lack emotional intelligence. 
Emotional intelligence is the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time, direct toward the right person in the right way. And this is not easy, but it's transformational. And we're, we're, we're run by anger and fear. I mean, let's be honest, whether you like Joe Biden or not, his running mate was not Kamala Harris. His running mate was COVID-19. His running mate was fear. And yet 2 Timothy 1.7 tells us, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love, of a sound mind. And I want to give you back that power. That's where the concept of education, remember there's three concepts that we really hit, three marks, uh, three outcomes for this radio show, inspiration, education, and application. And by inspiration, as I said earlier, I mean hope, because hope springs eternal. Because without a vision, without hope, people perish. Without hope, someone will kill you for one, for one dollar. Without hope, there's no consequences. And yet so many people are living in the past, living about what happened 430 years ago to people who had the same skin color, living in what they did 38 years ago, living in what mom and dad did to them 42 years ago, living in what some loser, some hurting person did to them through molestation, abuse, rape, whatever it is, some 20, 30 years ago, and yet here they are still living in that same pain, that same hurt, uh, and the problem is hurting people hurt people. You want to know what's wrong with America? It's people. Because hurting people hurt people. Which brings me to the third tenet of our training, of our radio show, which is application. Application. This is not just about entertainment. This is about teaching you how you work. That's so critical. Remember, it was Albert Einstein's definition of education that we use. Education based on what Albert Einstein saw it as is the same thing I see it as. It's not the mere, uh, the mere learning of facts and figures, but it's the training of the mind to think, which ties into application. I want to give you something on each radio show that allows you to be different, that allows you to be better. Better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today. That is our outcome. And so I wrap it all in the sciences and the disciplines of transactional analysis, neuro-linguistic programming, multiple intelligence, logotherapy, constant never-ending improvement, emotional intelligence, and then I wrap it up in the Word of God. This is not a religious class, but we are spiritual beings. And so I, I have to deal with the spiritual aspect of who you are, of why you're here, of what you're doing, because we are spirit in nature. Yeah, we have a body. It's called a temporary dwelling place. It's a tabernacle, the Bible says. Uh, It's a tent. It's temporary. But the you that exists is in the spirit form that occupies that body. And so I deal with the spiritual as well because we're a three-part being. We live on the physical plane like a plant does. We live on the social mental plane like an animal does. But we also possess a third plane that we live on, and that is the spiritual realm, because we are spiritual beings having a carnate experience. That's why for an hour, just one hour, you need to tune in to Like It Matters Radio Week. Uh, And man, we will inspire you, I will educate you, and I will give you something to do today that will make your life better today than it was yesterday, better tomorrow than today. So I am Mr. Black, you are listening to Like It Matters Radio, and we'll be back. 
When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. I am Mr. Black, and you are listening to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. And this is our first show on the satellite. So even though we've been on the radio for five years, we are excited to have these first-time listeners listening to Like It Matters Radio. And today, we're actually talking about radio like it matters. Why are we doing radio like it matters? Is because your time has value. You know, it's the one commodity we have that cannot be replaced if you think about it. Everything else can be replaced. I mean, you can replace all your body parts. You can get a new heart. You can get a new face. Uh, you can get a new uh, play toy. Uh, you can get larger breasts or smaller breasts, right? You can, do all, you can replace all that stuff. You know, you can get a new spouse. You know, like Job, if you lose a child, you can have a new child. You can get a new job. You can get a new home. You can get a new purpose. Unfortunately, in today's world, you can get a new God. But you know what you can never do? You can never replace time. It is set. You've been given a certain amount of it. And what you do with it, you will be judged based upon. The Bible is pretty clear. It says clearly that it is appointed for man to die one time and then be judged. And how are we judged? We are judged by what we do with our time. And that's why one thing we do on this radio show is we bring some true therapy. And you'll hear this, that, that, that audio soundbite on a regular basis on this radio show. True therapy. Because Jesus Christ told us that the truth will set you free. But it was our president, Mr. Garfield, that said, but first, it's going to make you miserable. And nothing makes you more miserable than the wasting of time. Think about it. Imagine there's a bank account that credits your account each morning with $86,400. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during that day. What would you do? Well, you know exactly what you do. You draw out every cent. And metaphorically, each of us has such a bank. Its name is called Time. See, every morning, it credits you with 86,400 seconds. And every night, it writes off as lost whatever of this you have failed to invest to good purpose. You see, it carries over no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day, it opens a new account for you. Each night, it burns the remains of the day. If you fail to use the day's deposits, the loss is yours. 
There's no going back. There's no drawing against tomorrow. We must live in the present on today's deposits. We must invest it to get the utmost in health, happiness, success. And the clock is running. The time is now. We must make the most of today. Think about this. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is the gift. That's why it's called the present. And we must treat it like the gift that it is. And so we got to value time because think about this. When our life comes to an end and we're in a box at the front of a room and friends and family members and associates are gathered around to pay tribute to our life, what do you think our eulogy is? Our eulogy is all those things that we did with our time. And time is never so value as when it's fleeting. Think about this. When we're running out of time, boy, then we value it. When we're ready to leave that loved one and might not see them ever again, boy, we're ready to value it. When we find out we got cancer or COVID, boy, we're ready to value it. But what about all the rest of the time? Where's the value in that time? And to realize the value of one year, just ask a student, who failed a grade and had to be kept back a year. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of one hour, ask the lovers who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of one minute, ask a person who missed the train, the bus, or the car ride. To realize the value of one second, ask a person who just avoided an accident. That one second was all the difference in the world. To realize the value of a millisecond, ask the person in a competition who won a silver medal instead of a gold medal or won a a silver medal instead of a bronze medal. Leader, time must be treasured. We've only got a limited amount and it's been given for a purpose. And we got to know what to do with it. This radio show is like everything else I do. My life caddy work, my counseling, my pastoral work, my leadership training. All that has a purpose so that we can live our lives like they matter. Because each one of us is unique. Each one of us has our own fingerprints, has our own DNA, has the, I think there's 30 some items now that are unique to every single person. Your voice qualities, your tongue print, your feet print. I might go to list the, the uh, arterial pattern in the back of the retina is unique to you. It's stunning. There's only one you and you were created for a purpose. And we got to understand that sometimes we limit ourselves. If I could go back to a little me when I was five years old and look a little me in the eyes, I would say, be careful what you allow in your head. Be careful what you hold on to. That's what I want you to do with this training, with this radio show. I want it to entertain you, absolutely. But it's about inspiration, giving you hope. It's about education, teaching you how to critically think. And it's about application, taking something from this radio show that can make your life better today. You know, George Bernard Shaw was a famous writer. And near the end of his life, he was with a group of reporters. And they posed a simple question to him. They said, George? He said, yeah. 
He said, if you could live your life all over again, start over from scratch, but this time you could be something, somebody different. You could be anybody you want to be, a, a political person, uh, you know, a famous person, a statesman, a religious person, whatever it was. If you could live your life all over again and be anybody you wanted to be, who would you be? And he thought about it for a moment. He said, you know what? If I could be anybody I wanted to be and live my life all over again, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that it could have been. And what he was talking about was living to all his potential. Without the fear, without the limiting belief systems, without carrying our chains of pain from our past into other people's future. Because one thing I've learned in 30 years of walking intimately in people's subconscious minds and their trauma and drama is that hurting people hurt people. You can ban all the guns you want, but be honest with you, if you're going to take me out, I'd rather you put a bullet in my head than chop me up with a knife. So if you're going to ban bullets and guns like Biden wants to do, please ban blades as well. And by the way, while you're at it, ban cars too. Because now people take their cars and drive them down sidewalks and, and mow people over. And by the way, you should ban, uh, you know, what is it, antifreeze? I watch enough Forensic Files and enough uh, Dateline, right? <laughs> See, here's the thing. Hurting people hurt people. You can take away the things. But unless you take away the pain that people live in, then it doesn't matter. And that's why in this radio show, too, we also hit the topics of the day. Because we live in a fear-based society. Again, uh, Joe Biden's running mate was not Kamala Harris. It was COVID-19. It was fear. The whole political process is based on fear. Why? Because the university, I think, was Washington. I think that's where it came from. A study years ago, 20 years ago, I think it was, said that angry people vote. That if you can get someone ticked off enough, that they'll stand in line for hours, that they'll lie, they'll steal, they'll cheat. It's an existential threat. Remember, just like the Jews were treated by the Nazis, that they were a threat. Just like Trump supporters are treated like the mainstream media, the state-run media and by the Democratic Party as existential threat. Saul Alinsky will tell you why that's important. Joseph Goebbels will tell you why that's important. Because you've got to dehumanize your opponent. Because if you can dehumanize your opponent, you can make them less than. Then you can do whatever you want to them. Ah, all kinds of despots know that. So I would like to welcome you to Like It Matters Radio, which is radio like it matters. And we'll be back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. You know, this radio show is about helping you become a better thinker, to critically think, to creatively think, to think outside the box, because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is your power, is your freedom. It reminds me of a story I heard. Many years ago in a small Indian village, a farmer had the misfortune of owing a large sum of money to a village moneylender. The moneylender, who was old and ugly, fancied the farmer's beautiful daughter. So he proposed a bargain. He said he would forgo the farmer's debt if he could marry his daughter. Both the farmer and his daughter were horrified by the proposal. So the cunning moneylender suggested that they let Providence decide the matter. He told them that he would put a black pebble and a white pebble into an empty money bag. Then the girl would have to pick one pebble from the bag. If she picked the black pebble, she would become his wife, and her father's debt would be forgiven. If she picked the white pebble, she need not marry him, and her father's debt would still be forgiven. If she refused to pick a pebble, her father would be thrown into debtor's jail. So they were standing on a pebble-strewn path in the farmer's field. As they talked, the moneylender bent over to pick up two pebbles. As he picked them up, the sharp-eyed girl noticed that he had picked up two black pebbles and put them both into the bag. He then asked the girl to pick a pebble from the bag. Now imagine that you were standing in the field. What would you have done if you were the girl? If you had to advise her, what would you have told her to do? This is what a life caddy does. Now, I want you to personally take a moment and ponder this. What would you recommend that the girl do? Well, the girl put her hand into the money bag and drew out a pebble. Without looking at it, she fumbled and let it fall onto the pebble-strewn path, where it immediately became lost among all the other pebbles. Oh, how clumsy of me, she said. But never mind, if you look into the bag for the one that's left, you'll be able to tell which pebble I picked. The moneylender dared not admit his dishonesty. The girl changed what seemed an impossible situation into an extremely advantageous one. And that's what I want to do on this radio show. I want to help you, all aspects of you, live a better life. Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. There are six elements in a well-formed outcome. In other words, six pieces that need to be in place for a goal to be properly formed. And one of them is this. It must be within the realm of your control. Why? Because you can't control another person. That's why. And so I want to give you back that power that Dr. Viktor Frankl was talking about. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And so many people have given up that power. They've given up that freedom. They don't think for themselves. Uh, we've become a, a country of drones. We're manipulated. And again, Joseph Goebbels knows this. Study his work. Joseph Goebbels, said, who was Hitler's propaganda leader, said with enough time that he could make any group of people believe that a square is a circle. You just have to repeat the message over and over enough times. That's what's going on with our media. I mean, we're told that everything that Joe Biden does is good. State-run media is no different than China or Russia. State-run media. 
And of course, everything that's bad has to be Trump. And so people will vote for a party that doesn't share their values, that goes against their God-given beliefs, that goes against the Ten Commandments, yet they go to church, call themselves a Christian, and yet they'll vote for people whose entire platform violate all Ten Commandments, whose platform kicks God out, who mocks God, who bans the use of using even God's son's name uh, in a government setting. And yet all these supposed, quote, Christians vote for these people anyways who mock their God, who mock their word, who value and believe in things that they find an abomination, and yet they vote for him over and over and over, and they vote for him at a 90% plus clip. See, man is a three-part being, and I address all three parts because why would you get two-thirds of your car washed? Why would you get two-thirds of a meal you paid for to go and not the whole thing? Because man's a threefold being, right? I am a spirit. However, I live in a body and I possess a consciousness. See, the real me is spirit. If you guys see me, you can't look at the carbon-based life form. That's a vehicle. If you go to any dealership, you go outside, you'll see thousands of vehicles. They look different. Some are two-door, some are four-door, some are trucks, some are cars, some are vans, right? Some go faster than others. Some are prettier than others. Some are younger than others, right? Just like the real world. But if you want to see me, you got to look inside the windows because I'm not the car. I'm the one driving the car. You know, I used to own an orange beetle, and when I drove it down the street, nobody waved at me and said, hey, there's black, the orange beetle. I wasn't the car. I'm the guy riding in the car. That's why there's tint laws, so that people can see in the vehicle to see who's driving the vehicle, see what they're doing. That's why we're told the eyes are the window to the soul. Because if you want to see who a person is, look them in the eyes, because you will see their soul, and you'll find out better who they are. So the real me spirit, the body's a medium by which my spirit expresses itself and I possess a consciousness, right? Think about it. Plants live on a physical plane and so do we. Animals exist on a physical and a conscious plane and so do we. However, man occupies a third, a third realm, a third plane. See, man also exists on a spiritual plane. So we exist on the physical, the conscious slash social and a spiritual plane. And in the same degree by which the plant life is separated from the animal life by the inclusion of the consciousness, we're also separated from the animal life by the inclusion of the spirit aspect of our nation. I'm sorry, of our nature. That's the key. And I'm going to share with you basic needs that every single human being has. It's called the hierarchy of needs. It's by Abraham Maslow. So this is where I bring the science in. I want to logically, I want to bring the ultimate double helix into fruition for you. And it's emotional intelligence. The intelligent use of emotions and the emotional use of intelligence. The reason in the heart, the head and the heart. You know, the biggest gap in most people's life is the distance between their head and their heart. And so I want to get you emotionally connected with your life, emotionally involved, and focusing on the one person we can truly change, and that is ourselves. That's why Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world. It reminds me of a Chinese general. He had a, he had a, noble, he had a noble drive, a, a noble dream. He wanted to change the world. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change the world, he realized he had to first start with his own country. 
since he had authority there. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his country, he realized he had to first start with his community, since he and his family resided in said community. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his community, he realized he had to start with his family, since they were the pillars of said community. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his family, he came to the dawning realization that he could not change anybody but himself. Yeah, I'm quoting Michael Jackson. It's the man in the mirror, right? And when he changed himself, that change would inspire change in his family. And that change in his family would inspire change in his community. And that change in his community would inspire change in his country. And that, ladies and gentlemen, just might change the world. Who are you running around wanting to change? When the only person we can truly change is ourselves. And that's why on this radio show, I'm your life caddy. Yeah, I don't like the life coach because anybody can be a life coach. You go on the internet, you pay $5, and you do this little online course for 15 minutes, and now you're a life coach. But I call myself a life caddy. And I, I basically become someone who comes up beside you. I help you become the best possible version of yourself. That's the key. And all great golfers have a good caddy, right? It serves many purposes. A caddy helps you carry your bags. Let's be honest. The load sometimes can become a burden, maybe a hindrance. It can keep us from playing at our optimum level. Sometimes our baggage gets burdensome and we need the help of a caddy. A caddy knows the course. A caddy knows the golfer. They offer suggestions on tools and resources available for given situations based on the course and based on tools, resources, available skill set. A caddy knows your past performance and offers suggestions moving forward based on what you've done in the past and the desired outcome. And the cool thing about a caddy, it allows for you to focus on playing your game to the best of your ability. You get the credit. You get the payout. The caddy gets the reward of knowing that he or she made an impact. That's why you need to tune in for an hour a week to Like It Matters Radio. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. You've been listening to Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black, your source for inspiration, education, and application. Learn more and register for an upcoming class at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.